Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. It's podcast day again, Richard. It's car cast. It's car cast. We're in the mobile studio at Sealhane. Welcome to the Talking United Yellow Army podcast on a, a chilly grey morning It's not Sealhane. It's not the morning it was, was it last week or the week before when it's it was gorgeous, beautiful it? out here, but it's a bit cold this morning, so uh, uh, Connor might have his gloves on in training. Bounty. Absolutely <laughs> bounty. Um, we've had a chat with the gaffer. A few minutes ago, which we'll play you in a minute, we're going to talk about Talker United women's team and their magnificent cup victory. Yep. Uh, like it's almost a week ago now, but still, I, I mean, Manchester City against Real Madrid was a decent game. That was but all right, it, wasn't it? But it was no women's Devon <laughs> Premier Cup final, let me tell you that. Well, what makes me chuckle is, is of course, I do the Talkie and Exeter newspapers, so I, yeah. I, I, I had to use uh, Daniel Clark's excellent coverage of that game in different ways this week. <laughs> And Although to be fair, Exeter was their story was a bit bigger. Indeed, we have to say right from the outset, congratulations to Exeter City. Yeah, well done. Uh, well done. Um, a talky born lad scored their winning goal. Yeah, of course, Matt, Matt Jay, Jay got the winner. Uh, it was perfect for him. He does the column in the Express and Echo. Yeah, Let's not make yeah. this into an Exeter City podcast. But no, no, he no, does. No. He does the column in the Express and Echo, and he's he, he's a very good thinker, very mm. uh, obvious captain for Matt Taylor. Um, He's he's been on the bench a bit over the last yeah. month or so. He's flitted in and out, even though he's captain. But for him to score the winner, I think was a perfect end, end scenario. And of course, he's part of the uh, the alumni of, of South Dartmoor Community College with Jamie Reed and Ollie Watkins. Yeah. Matt Jay, local lad through and through. Local lads done good yeah, when so we didn't have a youth team to put them in. Absolutely. So that's it. We won't mention them again. But well done, Exeter City. Happy to see that. Good. Good. But meanwhile, we had a chat with the gaffer this morning. Players are starting to turn up for training. There's a big weekend coming up. Two games, Maidenhead at home on Saturday, Dagenham and Redbridge away on Monday. The figures are beginning to stack uh, up. Do you remember last week I said that Dean Moxie's got a tiny car? I saw it. There it is. It is. There it's it is. We're in the car park. It's about the size of a washing machine. <laughs> I don't know how it's a smart it. car. I can it see is. it from here now. But he's quite a tall fellow and he always <laughs> looks kind of weird sitting in it. Um... The, the figures are beginning to stack up against us, but yeah, just mathematically, bit. it's the game is still on. The gaffer's got to say this. The gaffer's got to say this. There are 15 points to play for. We need 12. Yeah. And uh, every time someone above us uh, wins or whatever, then that changes. So I, th- I think over the weekend, we, we will. F- we will be, be, we'll, know. Be, we'll know that we'll we're know in the National League again. next season. And we'll, um, keep, we'll keep it straightforward this week, because last week I said we need seven wins out of six, because it was a quip yeah, that somebody yeah. came up with, and it didn't translate well into a headline. So, um, <laughs> But, I, yeah, we did know what we were talking about. But without further ado, um, Gaff was very interesting this morning. We'll let yeah. you listen to that in full now, and um, we'll be back as ever on the other side of Gary Johnson. Gaffer, it's been five days on since the last game up at Grimsby. Obviously a bit of a setback, but uh, how do you reflect on it and what's the players' reaction been like in training? The boys are always good in training. You know, they they always are similar to the staff um, and the supporters and yourselves. If we get beat in the game, we're all a bit disappointed. Um, But you have to keep going, carry on. 
Um, and our boys, you know, we always make sure that we find practice sessions that they can enjoy. You know, we don't run them because they lost, um, because they've actually put in a lot of a lot of effort over the last few months, really. Um, and if you look back, and we said that you know in a few games time we're going to be competing, then people will think you're crazy, sort of thing. But <coughs> we are, and while we're still in it. Um, you know, mathematically, then there's a there's hope. It's not. Uh, it's a slim hope, of course it is. But while it's there, it's there, and uh, you know there has been cases that uh, teams have uh, been thrown out of league or <laughs> or uh, administrative or financial matters. So anyway, you need to keep performing. And uh, and that's that's the nature of the beast, you know. If we were sixteenth, seventeenth, and nothing to play for, then we would, st our players and my staff and and the club, still want to win football matches, and, uh, and that's important to us at the moment. One of the phrases that you use throughout this season is that you've got to be ready to be lucky, and whilst the uh, opportunity to get into the playoffs. Um, is still there, even if it is slim. It's important that your players maximise that opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we. Yeah, we, we, we played, it was probably our best football we played um, and that, that's saying something because we played some good football in that first half at Grimsby uh, and the effort that went into it um, to create those amount of chances that we had that we didn't quite take, we took one of them um, took a lot of energy and I think uh, that probably showed in the second half when Grimsby had a, you know, like a, almost a another team out there, you know, they rested five, brought another five in and uh, we, we, we haven't, for whatever reason, got that, um, what's the word, uh, got that, go on, to test for you all the depth. Capability? Hey? Depth. Yeah, we haven't got the depth or capability, well, we've got the capability, yeah. I think, but, you know, there, there's people with little niggles now, you know, that they're, they're, they're playing through niggles, you know, that sort of stuff, so, uh, players that have just come back from injury, so, but uh, pr produced our best and uh, and then produced a, a, a weaker second half and <coughs> Grimsby are a strong side so they came they came through it. Um, yeah, did I answer the question? Absolutely, oh. absolutely. <laughs> um, the, the National League of course waits for nobody and you, you've got another packed uh, bank holiday week now with yeah. uh, Maidenhead on Saturday and then uh, and then Dagenham on the Monday so your squad again is going to be pushed to its maximum isn't it? Yeah, it will. Um, I think the important thing to say when, when we say these things is that uh, genuinely the club has done all it could to give us uh, a strong squad. You know, we've competed again this year, whatever happens. Um, it's done its job in making sure we had a competitive team. You know, there are, obviously there's some clubs <coughs> that have, have got extra finances. Um, for, again, whatever reasons, um, and sometimes it's difficult to compete with that, but we have done, and hopefully we'll either be there, that slim hope, or we'll be just outside it. Um, but the club has always done all it can, and uh, and we've ran the club in an efficient sort of way, you know, a value for money sort of way. So um, I've got a meeting with. Uh, with George uh, this week, and uh, 
know, we'll have a chat about uh, things going forward. And uh, you know, so, and all whenever we have these chats, the two of us, uh, you know, things, positive things come out of it, which is good. And um, it's always done in, you know, we both want success for the football club. Last weekend saw um, uh, the uh, loan uh, expire for a number of the younger professionals at the club. How do you assess the benefit that those playing regular first-team football would have had on the likes of Louis Slough, Olaf Casella and the like? And do you see any of them uh, getting close to the first-team squad before the end of the season? Um, well, they'll probably be a little bit closer because they're, they're back here now and uh, um, after their escapades outside. I mean, Olaf and Slowey helped keep Dorchester in their division and Moisey helped keep um, Biddeford in, in the division. So, um, you know, it, they, they've done okay. And, and But, you know, we, we have to make a decision at the end of the season. Um, some will stay and some might have to go to get regular games. Um, and we haven't decided that yet. Uh, there's not any players that yet know their, their future, um, but they will know very soon. And finally, Gaffer, the uh, corresponding fixture earlier on in the season between Maidenhead uh, and, and Torquay wasn't short of incident. Uh, are you looking for a slightly different uh, encounter on Saturday? Not really. I'd still like to win 4-3. I don't mind that. <laughs> That'd be a good game. Um, <coughs> although, you know, we, we were well ahead, weren't we? And then they came back into it. But they've got their own style. And uh, you have to deal with deal with that style. It's uh, pretty direct. And... Uh, and they, like most other teams, have got match winners in their in their uh, in their team. I think that they, I don't think they've let a goal in in the last four games. So um, you know, they're they're on a bit of form as well. But so be a good game. But we're at home. Uh, we want to make sure that you know the last couple of home games, especially, are uh, entertaining. We want to perform. We want to showcase our club on and off the field, um, because you know, if, especially the one on the TV against Chesterfield, you showcase your football club. It it makes you more um, uh, susceptible to not susceptible, but there'd be more people interested. More in, attractive, in yeah. The football club, yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, there was a manager that once said, uh, "What did he say?" He said, uh, "Yeah." Come on, lads, we need you to really perform here and entertain, he said, so that the crowd enjoy it and, uh, and I can go and get some new players. Mm. I'm not sure that's the right thing to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I don't know whether he lasted that long. But, um, so, you know, we, we, we want to uh, go into the, uh, the next season having entertained and making people want to come back and... Okay, we've got another another go at it next year. Let's let's give it a go. Entertainment is important to you, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. it's been an entertaining season, whether whether we miss out or not. Yeah, I, I, I think it has. I mean, when you've got beat in a game, sometimes even supporters, you know, we all go away a bit disappointed, a bit down. But you have to you have to look back at some of the great games, and as you say, whatever happens this season, we've put a unbelievable second half of the season mm. you know with, with the amount of points we've picked up and uh, so you know, we can only be proud of our lads uh, hope that we can keep the ones we want to keep 
um, and uh, you know, and, and and carry on. You know, my uh, management career has genuinely been uh, generally been where you pick up players with potential, you get them to that potential, and then someone nicks them off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, you think back to last season with uh, you know, losing eight players at the end of the season. We had a week before the start of pre-season, mm. so it was very difficult to build a squad at that late stage because the ones that you might have kept if you were still in the National League, um, uh, i.e. Um, there's some that you would like to have kept. The ones that left were probably then waiting to see whether we were going to get in the league or not, so it was very difficult to bring... Uh, yeah, to, to sort that out, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just had to hope. Because a lot of them wouldn't have known, maybe some of them would have been a bit worried that if we'd have gone up, we might not have kept them. Yeah. I don't know, you know, so it was things like that. But it was more the other way around where um, we was unlucky not to get into the league the year before. We, it was the COVID stuff. Before that, we got our promotion. So to be fair, uh, it's, it's not gone... It's not gone too bad, um, but we're all desperate to to get into the league. Yeah. Uh, if you know, if that don't happen, then over the summer, hopefully, people um, sort it out that the national league becomes an EFL club. I haven't said that for a little while. So I'm throwing it in again because look at the teams now that are, that are come, you know, in the league. And people like Oldham and Scunthorpe, you know, they they got to look at it. Look at some of the clubs that have been in. The National League for so long, you know, it's, it's you don't want it being seen as a graveyard, no, for league clubs because it's not, mm-hmm. it's not. Um, but they're making it like that because we're not involved in, you know, the EFL uh, way of thinking, if you like. Of course, with a decision like having the playoff final, not not at Wembley. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean. I can't have a go at, you know, like the clubs, Bristol City, you know, and, and West Ham and all that. But it it waters it down. Mm. It definitely waters, waters it down. And when Wembley's the place to have a final, uh, I don't know if it's me they don't like because uh, I got into the trophy final, should have been at Wembley, and that played at Aston Villa, nice stadium, we won that, so, but um, with, with the Oval. And then... Um, our one, you know, should have been at Wembley. Wasn't Wembley until the last minute. All of a sudden, you, 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 Bristol City, which is a lovely ground. It's a miniature Wembley, but it's not Wembley. Um, so if you know, maybe they should come clean and go. You won't be playing any National League finals at Wembley ever again, because that is what you strive for to get into those Wembley finals, whether it be the trophy or whether it be the uh, playoffs. Because the playoffs are a fantastic thing and have been for a little while, but uh, it needs a, the respect of a Wembley final, in my if, opinion. If the, uh, if the various playoffs and promotions works out, 17 of the 24 clubs in the National League next season will be ex-football league, league, league clubs. Is that right? Yeah. Well, there you go. Only seven clubs will be yeah. not from Earth. Yeah. I hope it... I think, it's that. I think that's right. Yeah, you know, it's not a financial thing. You know, um, I think teams 
like ourselves and like the teams above us and some below us that would grace the football, the second division. You know, I know the second division. Um, so I know exactly. Um, and the professionalism of the clubs at our level deserves a bit more, I think, now. When you, does a little bit of you, I know you're not a person who looks back and grumbles about things that's happened in the past, but... No, I've just you, been, you, I spent 10 minutes just grumbling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, we're talking about stuff to go yeah. Is that you, all credit to them, you, you see Sutton at United, yeah. who won our league, yeah, yeah fine, and we took four points off them and yeah. chased them and chased them and they chased us I and know. all that sort of stuff. And there they are in the, well, what you've just said about the League Two. Yeah. They're proving it this yeah. season, aren't they? Well, they're, they're, yeah, the other team, who else went up? Harrogate. <laughs> the, they're, they're, they went up the yeah, year before. Yeah, yeah. Harrogate, Harrogate, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they've all survived. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Barrow and, are still okay. Yeah, and yeah. it's yeah. definitely not a a yo-yo league no, when no, you come out no, of the second no, division no. In, in, into the, the conference no. and then back up you know if anything mean? it's the other way they're actually prosper they, they, they well, keep I've going been, I've been involved in that you know with, with uh, yeah. Yeovil and you know with uh, but Doncaster did it didn't they uh, carried yeah. on up through and yeah, yeah yeah anyway yeah. good so good to hear from Gary um, yeah. You're in quite a philosophical mood this morning, yeah, really. Yeah, he's got to be, isn't he? Let's yeah, face it. I mean, he, he cannot say it's over until it's over, and he, and he won't say it's over until it's over. Um, so, you there's, know. There, there's no throwing the towel in yet, and, and quite right. Well, I you, mean. Uh, you probably, I mean, people cleverer than us, like Tomo or probably Steve Harris, will have worked out that the teams above us, some of them must play each other. Yeah. So there'll be points that we won't be able to get, etc., etc., etc. So let's sit in the mobile studio now and say, right, we're National League next season. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just take it from there. I think, and I think almost certainly that's how Gary will be planning. Mm. Um, I mean, he's not he's not daft, is he? He's going to be planning for a National League season next season. And will have been doing so for some time. And I probably imagine. will have yeah. been doing so for some time, uh, with a caveat that, that, you know, anything he plans can be changed if uh, yeah. if miracles happen. But um, it is it is a shame that this group of players haven't quite done it, because yeah. um, having lost those some of those key players last season... I think if we stay in the National League this season, we'll probably lose a few more in the summer. And it almost feels like you're you're starting again. Um, he did say to me this 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 week for the newspaper that um, in in a really good chat we had on Tuesday about the fact that the club was doing all it can. Oh yeah. To yeah. keep yeah all the players, keep the best players, um, all the players that he wants to keep. Um, whether that happens, mm. we we shall see. Let's have a little run through the games that we've that we've got coming up, and the game that we had Grimsby uh, last Saturday. Talking were fantastic in the first half, mm. by the sound of it. I wasn't there, obviously, but well, from what I heard, Gary said it's one of the best performances yeah. by a Torquay team this season. That first half performance, and then they just they just ran out of, ran ran out yeah. ran out of legs, basically tired in the second half. And uh, I when I, I I did the report for the radio, I'm not giving away any state secrets, um, and. Uh, I, I, on the pad next to me, I had written down the chances that that yeah. uh, we had in the first half, all good chances. And and uh, without having the pad next to me now, I think uh, Hall and Little twice and yeah. uh, and um, and Wright were all on that list. Uh, Danny Wright just walking past as I said his name. Um, they were all on that list, and then and then Hall scored. Yeah. And you thought at that point, well, we're going to go on and win this. 
great to see Asa get a goal as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. He's had a season that's been troubled by an injury here and there, and he's you know when he's been in the team, he's been an absolute pivot in that yeah. team. It's great to see him get a goal yeah. as well. Yeah, and absolutely. Of course, we went down to a Gary time penalty as well. Yeah, the anti Gary time the touch. The anti matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there you go. Two big, two big games coming up this weekend. Maidenhead on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four three guy. It was an amazing game, wasn't it? <laughs> we were four nil up at half time. You see, I said to Gary early on, didn't I? It has been an entertaining season, and it there is been. a fair reflection of what an entertaining season it's been. That was one of them. Armani Little got two of them. Acer yeah. got one, and yeah. Conor Lemonhay Evans got the other. Cruising at half time, yeah. four nil up. Uh, I actually remember I was I was following it on my <coughs> phone. Yeah. And I was with somebody, a, a sort of a, a newish Talker United supporter, and he kind of said, well, you, you're OK now, you're 4-0 up at half-time <laughs> and cruising. Don't you believe Hold it? Hold your tongue. <laughs> Don't you believe it? Uh, 4-3, it finished off as well. Quite a game. Quite the game. I mean, Alan Devonshire's got a good side there, as Gary says. They're very direct. They're quite physical. Yeah. Um, he's been there a long time. Very dapper dresser, isn't he? Yeah, we like Alan Yeah, Devonshire, the cap and the... He always reminds me of the big match on Sunday lunchtimes. Alan Devonshire playing for West Ham. In the mud. In the mud, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's a good man. They've stuck with him. Oh, he's been there he's for had, years. He's, had, he's yeah. had a couple of spells there, yeah. hasn't he? They've stuck with him through thick and thin. Um, I, they're 17th at the moment. They're on a pretty poor run. Uh, the last, five, last 10 games, they've won three, drawn two, lost five. But they won't be easy to beat. They no. make themselves difficult to beat. No, they, they, they I mean, they dropped off a slightly this season, but at the yeah. start of the season, they were, they were up there. They were, they were giving it a go. The only time we've really given them a hammering in the last few seasons was when they got stuck on the motorway and only arrived about ten minutes before oh, kickoff. Didn't yes, they? yeah, forgot and, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were. Um, yeah, we. I think we beat them four 0 that day. Players arriving for training. Look, yeah, yeah loads of them there. It's, it's, wouldn't you like to be out training this morning? Well, I said to you, Guy, I think you're more, more suited to that. You're a runner and a, and a walking footballer, I think. Uh... It'd be nice just to get changed and get out there and kick a football. Yeah. But there you go. Uh, a couple of uh, ex-Torquay players in the Maidenhead side at the moment. Nathan Blissett, still there. Still the, there. The great escape. Still going. Remember that poster we had up in the office? Oh, gosh, yeah. What a great poster that was. Remember when we had an office? <laughs> yeah, I do. It's probably still stuck on the wall up there. Uh, and Sean Mikulski, who, uh, who we had on loan yeah. from Bristol City. yeah. Uh, he's still there as well, so we can expect to see one or other, or possibly he, both. He of those. came to us with a bit of a, a fanfare, didn't he? They they, they he thought he was going yeah. to be something big, yeah. and yeah. Uh, obviously that didn't happen. But uh, he might make us eat those words on Saturday. You Absolutely, never I should never have said that. Should <laughs> I? And then Monday, a trip away to Dagenham and Redbridge, who <clears> are one of the teams jousting for the playoff places. Yeah, they're, they're eighth at the moment. Had the last two games gone our way, I think you know we would be. This would be a six-pointer. Yeah, it would be an absolute absolutely. six-pointer. Uh, obviously, that's not the case anymore. But um, we we can bloody their nose. We can we we can uh, nice, we, we can frustrate their playoff efforts. I think their last ten games, they've won six, drawn two, lost two. They beat Barnet seven-three the other day. They did. Yeah, I saw that. Remarkable. Yeah. Remarkable game. Um, we drew 2-2 at Playmore with them back in January. It was a filthy day. It was pouring with rain. I'm the struggling pitch, to remember pitch was the game. like a quagmire. It was a good game. Yeah. It was a good game. It was one of those, I think we came out of it 2-2, and it was one of those we think, well, we earned that. Mm. It was a tough game. They've got Paul McCallum. Is that the one that you clapped at the end at a draw? I think I did, yeah. Yeah, and I looked at you with... The, with, yeah. with, with, with... And, and I said, that's... I, that's a point gained, not two drops. I think you might have said at the end of the season we'll, we'll think that as <laughs> yeah. a point one. Yeah, that's. I was wrong about that, obviously. <laughs> 
um, as, as I very often am about <laughs> football stuff. But uh, surely not. It was uh, it was a decent game. Paul McCallum, uh, who we had on loan from Paul West Ham, then. <laughs> he never played. Surely he never played. Uh, we had on loan from West Ham in 2013. Yeah, it's a long time ago. McCallum. He is a good player. I mean, uh, there's he a is. player I'd like to see in a goal shirt again. He um, he's strong. I mean, that header he scored against us when when there were no fans in the ground and we were sitting yeah, in the corner yeah. at the family stand and he rose and scored a header against us. It was a, a fantastic goal. Yeah, like him, like him. Always dangerous. Indeed. So we'll see him as well uh, Monday. He's bound to score now, I've said all that. <laughs> yeah. And that then leaves us with three games left. Chesterfield in the TV game. Yeah, 12.30 uh, kickoff. Then the two away games, Stockport, who will probably have the title tied up by then and Southend on the last day of the season. Yeah, you're on a shocking run. And that's it. That's so, it. Uh, it's all over. A few things have been decided. Weymouth are down. Yeah. Uh, along with Dover. It looks very much as if it'll be Kings Lynn as well, although they've just got an outside chance of dragging Aldershot into trouble. Hey! <laughs> You'd love that, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks very much as if it's going to be Dover, Weymouth and Kings Lynn down. Come on, Kings Lynn. Scunthorpe and Oldham coming down. Yeah, like, like uh, we were just having a, a chat right at the end of the... Um, mm. Uh, uh, Gary's interview about about there'll you know, be there'll be two well bankrolled clubs yeah. again. Well, Oldham will be the league. first ever Premier League former Premier League club, and it was a while ago now when they were a Premier League club. But yeah. they were a Premier League club, and they'll be the first Premier League club to grace the National League. Strange, isn't it? Uh. Two big clubs who haven't been down before. It's um, not that long ago, as you say, that Scunthorpe were up in the Championship. We've had some tremendous dust-ups with Scunthorpe yeah. in the past. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. But again... Look, Old, Oldham's a weird one because Oldham have always probably played above us. We we, we probably yeah. don't have that much no, of a history true. with Oldham. That's true. In fact, I can't really remember playing them very much at all. It'd be interesting to see how many games we have played. But they they really are, you know, a team yeah. that have dropped down. And, there was a protest they, on they, the pitch, Yeah, their game they? didn't yeah. even finish, did it? <laughs> I don't not sure if it got started again. I was listening no. on the radio. Oh no, they, they, they played they played the last fifteen minutes after the game when all the fans had left the stadium. They Did went they? back out and played the last fifteen Did minutes. They? <laughs> Read that the next day. That's right. Yeah, I mean I probably about radio. half past yeah, yeah. seven or yeah. something. So that's probably going to go in the Guinness Book of Records as the longest yeah. match. Though. No, that one against Crawley was the longest oh, yeah, match that ever. Probably was. Probably was. <laughs> Teams who are coming up then uh, from the Northern League, uh, National League North, Northern League South, Northern, whatever, National yep. League North. Uh, Gateshead look as if they're on track to win that. Yeah, we, we, we've had some, some recent history with them, haven't Mike we? Mike Williamson is the yeah. manager. Yeah, Mike Williamson's the manager still, yeah, of course. So it's either Gateshead or Brackley look like getting the automatic place. Okay. Brackley's in Northamptonshire, obviously. Yep. Gateshead would be quite a trip. Hardly North, is it, really? But, uh, there you go. And in National League South, the championship will be between Maidstone and Dorking. And there's various, well, various likely teams in Maidstone's the playoff picture there. a bit of a pain there. in the butt to Maidstone's get to, isn't it? Way, isn't it? Yeah. Dorking, at least, is a little bit easier. But those are the kind of teams that we're going to be facing next year. Listeners, let's just assume we're in the National League. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's, let's prepare for Scunthorpe and Oldham, etc., uh, etc., et um, Interesting promotion up into the National League South. Yeah. Taunton. Taunton Town. Taunton Town with Jared, Jared Lewington, uh, one of their key uh, players. They've done well, haven't They've they? They're playing in front well. of quite big crowds as well up there. Well, there was almost 2,000 there apparently, mm. according to Dave, or well, more than 2,000 when we were talking earlier on, um, for their final game against uh, Farnborough, I believe it was. And uh, yeah, well, well done to them. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, 
not Devon, obviously. No. But, um, almost. Yeah, strange announcement this week. Talking of promotions and playoffs and what have you, the playoff final this year will be played at the London Stadium. Yeah, West Ham. The, the Olympic yeah. Stadium, the home of West Ham United. They're playing tonight, aren't they? In the uh, oh yeah, Europa, to that. Europa yeah. League or whatever. Um, the Eurovision that's, League. That's that's really strange, though, isn't it? Oh, it Gary's not happy about it, is he? I mean, even though we're not involved in it's a long, after last long year way. at Bristol City, it's just like he said. If it's a final play at Wembley, yeah. I mean, the distances for the teams. Somebody crunched them the other day. Notts County and Solihull are the yeah, closest. Yeah. Um, Chesterfield is 170 miles away. Grimsby's nearly 200. Well, whoever really gets there, someone's going to have to travel yeah. much more, much further than another team. I'm, st- I'm or not. Both. Sh- I'm not sure about playing it at Wembley, though. I hear what Gary says about it being the occasion, but when we've been there for finals at Wembley, and you've got. A crowd that barely fills the lower yeah, tier of Wembley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think. I mean, Ashton Gate was a fantastic atmosphere last week. Playing at a championship last ground last week. <laughs> it only seems like last. Yeah, week. it does. It playing, does actually. Yeah. Playing at a championship ground. Play at a, a Reading or Bristol City or Bournemouth or you know somewhere like that where you can you've got half a chance of filling the place. Mm. Uh, I I think that's better for a playoff one. But okay. That's an awful All long right. way from here. I hear you. Now then, the best football match that I've seen in the past seven days was at Coach Road Newton Abbott last Friday night yep. the Devon Premier Women's Cup Final when Devon Torquay Senior. United is it? Yep, Devon, Devon Senior, Senior. Yeah. the Women's Cup Final when Torquay United refused to bow under they under certainly the pressure did and they won in a penalty shootout um, against all odds because let's face it Exeter have had a good season in the division above mm-hmm. um, and Torquay have had a mixed season and I mean, Steve Ellsworth's team, they played so well. Let's be, let's be fair, Exeter were the better side. OK. They created a lot of chances. They squandered a lot of chances. They hit the bar. Um, Sasha Mole, who we'll come to in a minute, the Torquay United stand-in goalkeeper, made a couple of really good saves. 85 minutes before Exeter scored mm-hmm. to go ahead. Uh, and then the, the fans were singing. The Exeter players were tapping the ball around in the corner, trying to keep no, possession. For most of the second half, Torquay didn't get out of their own half. Mm-hmm. They looked penned in. We were deep in injury time, way into Gary time, uh, when Torquay went up the other end, won a penalty, Yep. scored, Yep. equalised, yep. went to a penalty shootout. And, and you texted me the next day. <laughs> I did. I texted you on the spot, but that I don't think it, it got through yeah. until the next day. Sasha Mole who is normally a forward. She's normally the penalty taker. That was the interesting thing. When Torquay got the penalty in she injury didn't time, take it, yeah. she wanted to come up and take it, but they're all saying, you, what happens if there's yeah. if you miss, there's a rebound, and you're 95 metres yeah, from yeah. goal? So it, But she took the first penalty, scored it, then put the gloves back on, went back in goal, saved Exeter's first penalty, mm-hmm. And then saved Exeter's first, sixth penalty. First sudden death penalty, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, she was player of the match. It was a great match. The celebrations afterwards were fantastic. I was thoroughly entertained. Brilliant. And we'll go and watch them again. I'm a convert. Good. So I mean, it's this. It's all about the the women's team. I believe they're getting a lap of honour with the trophy. They at, are at the Maidenhead game. They are, today. and so are uh, Chris Todd's under eighteen, who who, who won also. another cup. Yeah. 
Um, they won the league. They won the yeah. cup. They won. They won the lottery. They won. They won <laughs> Eurovision uh, Song Contest. Yeah, yeah. they've won the whatever. <laughs> you name it, they've won it this season. Whatever was available, yeah. they have won. I mean, if they'd been playing in the, as the first team, we would have been up by Christmas. We would. We yeah. would indeed. So uh, yeah, some celebrations there. It's um, it's a good time to be. No, they've done really well. And Chris Todd's done a great job, hasn't he? I mean, obviously he's got kind of a dual role with the with the college. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and and you know that's. We were talking earlier on about those players that we've missed out on. You know, yeah. Just gonna you, say you, that, yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Matt Jay, who won promotion with Exeter as captain this season. You're Jamie Reed, you're Ollie, Ollie Watkins, whatever happened to him? Yeah. You know. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard. I've heard tell of Ollie Watkins. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, outside chance of being at, being at the World Cup this season, yeah, uh, the, well, the, this I, summer or this Christmas, whatever it is that they're doing that stupid bloody thing at Christmas World Cup, whatever next Santa in the summer. We'll we'll talk um, about that at some later. Yeah. I imagine. I mean, you know, uh, at least we've got our our talents in yeah. the young talent. Yeah. Um, already oh, from it. the bay, that is. Well, yeah. you kind of yeah. think that it, you know, if there's a if there's a prodigy in there somewhere, yeah. we won't let him slip. Yeah. This time. But uh, and I wanted to talk about some ex goals, not all the ex goals. Let me just say, while we're Go talking on. about promotions and relegations, congratulations to Kevin Hill and Exmouth Town, yeah, who will be a seven leagues uh, team next season after coming second. They they didn't they, they they could only draw on the last day of the season, and Tavistock won, so that meant it was uh, Tavistock who went up as uh, as Western League Premier Division champions. Um, Liam Prince scoring the the yeah. penalty that took them yeah. up in the ninety fourth minute Another or so. Another goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin Hills, Exmouth Town drew nil nil away at um, Shepton Mallet, which was a tough game. Um, got an email on the Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, I spoke to Kevin this week. He got they got an email on the Sunday morning with all the details of playoffs. Uh, yeah. And because because there was an in, mm. interleague playoff. For for, for more promotion yeah, places, yeah. it's all very complicated at the moment in that that level of football. Clicked on the playoff link and they weren't there. They weren't in the list of games. Yeah. So they clicked on the promoted link and they were there. Love and it. Uh, as Kevin said, and uh, and then the boys went back out on it. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday in Exmouth might yeah. have been a bit wild. <laughs> Good. I'm very pleased to hear that. Good stuff. Uh, promotion is still a possibility, of course, for Argyle. Yes, um, yeah. they're they're looking at a playoff place. Should get a playoff place, and I noticed that they crowned Adam Randall as their young player of the year. Did they really? Uh, well he was done. Torquay's young player of the year last yeah. year. He's Argyle's young player of the year this year. Brilliant quality player through yeah. and through. I mean, I mean, when you talk about the players that we've we lost in the summer because they chose to go elsewhere. Yeah. Adam Randall, we lost in the summer because he was on a yeah. on a on a, a year contract, a loan contract. Yeah. And, and Sam Shering as well. Oh, and Sam Shering. Yeah. Those two are. Yeah. You, you forget. I mean, sometimes you think, oh, we lost those players, but you forget yeah. those two. There were ten which we were always we going to lose altogether. Um, yeah, probably just more important in some ways than some of the players that mm. we did lose to other teams. You're right. Quite right. What what two great loan deals they were? They eh? they were. They were. Yeah. Adam, I mean, he's, he's going places, isn't he, Adam Randall? Yeah. And, just and Ryan Law as well. I mean, yeah. he's in the first team there now. Yeah. Yeah, he played well for us, didn't he? He came in yeah. and got us out of a spot, didn't he, when Did. the player yeah. injured. So, yeah, um, yeah. good stuff. Uh, Reese Healy. Now, Reese Healy... I want you to say that in a French accent. Reese Healy. Reese. 
if there isn't a statue, or if there wasn't a statue of him in Toulouse already, there should be one now. <laughs> Toulouse have gone up. They've gone, been promoted from to win. Ligue 2. To win. It's <laughs> Yeah, to win. Oh, dear. From Ligue 2 <laughs> to Ligue 1 Why is, wh- in France. Is that steering wheels? <laughs> it appears to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, strange things. Strange things. People walking strange across the car see. park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's got them promoted. Um, he's described it as the best year of his life. Really? Well, Surely 2018 come on. was the yeah. best year of his life when he scored That's six, six it goals. Bit, isn't it? Six goals in eight games for the mighty yeah. goal. And a hat trick. Gary Howes brought him in, by the way. I know, I know. Um, but he's uh, he's got 38 goals in 72 games for Toulouse. <laughs> uh, I think, if I read his tweet correctly, his son's been born over there in the south of France. Oh he's living word. the life of Riley. Uh, and he's going to be playing in the top division in France wow. next season. I mean, he was a good player. We knew that. Yeah. And it was always a surprise that he, he left Cardiff, really. Yeah, because he had a spell at MK Dons, didn't he? Did After he? Cardiff. Yeah. And then he's gone to find fame and fortune in the I wonder how he ended France. up there. Must have a very... I wonder if, um, you know, there are many options for players that they just take one look at and think, oh, no, I don't want to go there. You know, that's that's, that's overseas, etc. Maybe. He Maybe t- he d- he's just on one it. of the players yeah. that went, ooh, you know. His agent probably came to him and said, yeah, it's, a, it's a good move, but you'll yeah. have to uproot. It's, you know, different different language, different culture. Which I, I guess it depends embraced. on the man rather than the, yeah. rather than the player, if you know what I mean. He's, um, he's obviously embraced the culture, yeah. and it sounds from what I was reading online yesterday as if Toulouse has embraced Reece Absolutely. Healy. Absolutely. Yeah, so, well, uh, with, that, yeah. With, with that amount of goals and that amount of games, well, why wouldn't you? All power to yeah. him. Kiefer Moore. I mean, let's face it, he's got to be looking at... Kind of, is he Welsh? Reece, he played for Cardiff. I'm not sure if he's a Welsh international. I, was gonna, I, I went into this question, think into this statement he thinking may. he was Welsh, but actually... I'm not completely sure. I we'll have to wiki f- when we get home. I don't think he is, but we'll have a look. Yeah. Well, one player who is, of course, uh, Kiefer Moore is fit again. Kiefer Moore had Three. an injury when he joined Bournemouth from Cardiff. Yep. He was almost immediately injured, quite yep. a serious foot injury, which has kept him out of Wales games and kept him out of Bournemouth's games. Mm-hmm. The great news for Wales fans everywhere, the multitudes of you out there, yep. uh, is that when Wales play either Scotland or Ukraine in the World Cup in playoff June. in June... Yeah. Kiefer Moore will be fit. Woo-hoo. Whether he comes straight back into the side is yeah. a different matter, but he will be fit because he scored twice for Bournemouth in a three-all draw against Swansea Brilliant. the other day. Brilliant. So uh, Kiefer Moore is back. You heard it here, kind of first. Uh, you'd like to say that he was another one that Torquay's youth team missed out mm. on, but I think no one else took a punt on him either. He was no, playing he for was... Paint and Saints at 19, wasn't he? He was, he was. So I think it was a late development there yeah. rather than, uh, than than anyone specifically missing out on him. Great player he's turned out mm. to be. And one more as well, thanks to Julian for finding this in the non-league paper, Roscoe Desane. Wow, Roscoe remember Desain. him. He's a firefighter. Is he? He's a firefighter in London wow. now. Uh, and he makes and sells quite successfully a range of shin and leg pads... Wow. To young players, um, seems to be doing quite well. He was a, he was a, a big signing. It was the year that I was working in London at the non-league Today uh, newspaper, and uh, he was a we yeah. signed him from Wimbledon on loan, and then maybe full time. I think that? we find, yeah. signed him full time, and he yeah. scored the winning goal in one <clears> of the best away games. I've, I've talked about this endlessly. <laughs> a game at Northwich Victoria, yep. one Easter mm-hmm. uh, many years ago. We were two 0 down, came back to win three two. Roscoe got the winner. 
um, and we'll always remember him for that. But yeah, glad to see that he's doing well, and yeah, a greater London firefighter now. Well, that's that's interesting stuff. Interesting isn't it? career. Yeah, move. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's not a job you want to do lightly, is it? No, it isn't. No, so good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think kind of brings us to the end of the agenda on, yeah. on Sasha Mole Week on the yeah. uh, on the Talking United Yellow Army podcast. A couple of big games at the weekend, not quite as big as we were hoping they would be when there was going to be something big at stake this weekend, but mm. Maidenhead should be a decent game. Yep. I meant to ask Dom during the press conference and forgot what we're doing about Player of the Year, but that will become clear on the Talk United website. Gee, I could go and grab him, but he's deep in conversation with he somebody is. else. Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. frightfully rude, yeah. and we yeah. don't do things like that. But we'll find out. Anyway, we 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 assessed we assessed we've assessed this morning that everything's his fault. Anyway, it is. So yeah, yeah. that's true. All so of the Dom, old... if you're listening, uh, it's all your fault. The traffic getting here was yeah. Dom's fault. Well, I can't remember what else it was. Uh, the result of Grimsby was yeah. Dom's fault. The result of the Eurovision Song Contest yeah. was Dom's fault. Absolutely. So much, so much of fault. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you, Dom. We do. He's a good guy. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Um, this has been Guy and Richard in the mobile studio at Seal Hain. The mobile studio. <laughs> the yeah, mobile yeah. studio. And as ever, we finish by saying, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.